Hello, this is the C. Jason Podcast, and I am Patrick Pun, an Associate Professor of Medicine at Duke University in Durham, North Carolina. Patients undergoing long-term dialysis are one of the highest-risk populations for sudden cardiac death. Implantable cardioverter defibrillators, or ICDs for short, reduce sudden cardiac death for many at-risk patients with heart failure and low ejection fraction. But unfortunately, the same cannot be said of patients undergoing long-term dialysis. As an example, the recent ICD-2 trial compared the implantation of an ICD for, versus usual care for people undergoing long-term dialysis without reduced ejection fraction, and it showed no significant reductions in sudden cardiac death or mortality over six years of the study. One potential reason for the lack of benefit observed with ICDs in this trial may be due to the competing risk of infection or vascular injury associated with indwelling intravascular defibrillator leads that could overshadow any potential benefits of a reduced risk of sudden cardiac death. However, a new generation of ICDs that are entirely placed subcutaneously may avoid some of these risks. Subcutaneous ICDs are guideline recommended for patients who meet criteria for an ICD but have inadequate vascular access or are at high risk for infection and importantly do not need pacing. Some have advocated for the preferential use of subcutaneous ICDs over transvenous devices, specifically in people undergoing long-term dialysis, in order to improve the therapeutic profile of ICDs in this population. The purpose of our study was to describe the overall utilization of subcutaneous ICDs among patients undergoing long-term dialysis in the United States since their approval in 2012, and compare in-hospital outcomes between subcutaneous ICD-eligible patients versus those receiving single-chamber transvenous ICDs. For this study, we used the NCDR ICD registry, which collects implantation data and all in-hospital outcomes for Medicare beneficiaries receiving ICDs, and it covers about 90% of all implants during the study period, which was between 2012 and 2018. We examined two different cohorts in this study. For our trends in usage analysis, we included all unique dialysis patients who electively received a new subcutaneous ICD. Then, in order to compare outcomes between subcutaneous and transvenous ICD recipients, we also created a cohort restricted to only patients who were eligible to receive a subcutaneous ICD according to guideline criteria, and then either did receive a subcutaneous ICD or instead receive a transvenous ICD. For our results, out of 23,136 total ICD implants that occurred in patients undergoing long-term dialysis, we found that 3,195 were for subcutaneous ICD devices, or about 14% of the total population. This is several times greater than in the non-dialysis population, where subcutaneous ICDs comprise only about 3% of all devices implanted. Subcutaneous ICD utilization in eligible dialysis patients increased from only about 10% in 2012 to 69% of all implants in 2018. Comparing the short-term in-hospital outcomes between subcutaneous and transvenous ICD recipients, we found that there was no overall significant difference in the composite outcome of any in-hospital adverse event, which overall was low among subcutaneous ICD recipients at 2.4%. However, there was a significant difference in the outcome of in-hospital cardiac arrest, which was higher among subcutaneous ICD recipients at 1.5%, compared to only 0.4% among transvenous ICD recipients. 
there was no difference in the risk of in-hospital mortality between the two groups. In conclusion, overall, our study shows that subcutaneous ICD utilization among people undergoing long-term dialysis in the United States has increased substantially over time, and that the risk of in-hospital complications are generally quite low and no different compared to traditional transvenous devices. The higher rate of in-hospital cardiac arrest among subcutaneous ICD recipients is certainly concerning, but unfortunately, our study resource did not provide detailed data on the particular circumstances of the cardiac arrest events that were recorded. Further data on long-term outcomes between subcutaneous and transvenous ICDs in patients undergoing long-term dialysis will be needed in order to fully understand the risks and the benefits of subcutaneous ICDs, including the long-term risk for sudden cardiac death, the risk of infection, and impacts on dialysis vascular access. Thank you for listening. This podcast is copyrighted by the American Society of Nephrology, all rights reserved. All content in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be medical advice. This podcast should not be used in a medical emergency or for the diagnosis or treatment of any medical condition. Please consult your doctor or other qualified healthcare provider if you have any questions about any medical condition or before taking any drug changing your diet, or commencing or discontinuing any course of treatment. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the American Society of Nephrology.